And you guys still don't have a token, right? We do not have a token. And do you have any plans to ever create a token? Arbor just said when token. When token. <laughs> when token. Um, yeah, we're... Welcome back to The Observation. We are here at ETH Denver with Boys Club. We have Dina Burke and Natasha Hoskins, co-founders of Boys Club, a social DAO bringing new voices to the internet. Welcome to The Observation. Hi, thanks for having us. This <laughs> We're is so, so fun. excited to be here. I'm so pumped to have you guys on the show. This is a, this is a podcast I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, but before we dive into the podcast, I want to shout out to our sponsors, Cash App. The observation is powered by Cash App. When personal finance meets your funds and the stuff that matters, that's money, that's Cash App. Download the app, buy Bitcoin, not financial advice. Okay, let's get into this because I'm so hyped to be here in Denver. I'm so hyped that you guys are on the couch. Um, not the blue couch that we have in the studio, but we've, we've made it work. We're here. Yeah. I love it. So I have been following Boys Club for a while because it is just one of the best brands I think I've seen in this space, which I don't think there are good brands in, yeah. Yeah, in this I, I really appreciate the call out and I'm also like the bar is very low. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is though. The, more, the, the bar is on the floor. It is. In, it really is. Yeah. But we'll take the compliment. Yes. Thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate it. So that. for people who don't know about Boys Club, I feel like Boys Club is something that if you're in crypto, like, you know, if you know what's cool in crypto, you know Boys Club. Um, but if if you haven't heard of it, can you kind of explain to the audience of like what you, what you guys are up to, what you're doing? Do you want me to take it? You take it. Okay, so uh, it it really the definition of voice club really depends on like sort of where you are in your crypto journey. But if you're yeah. brand new, it's basically a social club. Um, we're structured as a DAO, and there's all sorts of like crypto nuances and Web three nuances to how it comes to life. But practically speaking, we're a social club, uh, and the thing that we're interested in doing as a community is uh, we're interested in like the intersection of Web3 and culture. Like how does all of this incredible technology that you see at ETH Denver walking and seeing all those incredible booths, all these builders who are doing amazing things, like how does it show up in our lives? And I know this is something that you're really interested in as well. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we, we talk about like what's Web3 doing in art and in fashion and in music and and entertainment and basically we uh yeah we hang out together online we have a discord that's application gated and then we do a lot of events where we get the community together irl which is a really important and very distinct part of boys club as well uh and then we have some podcasts and we do newsletters um and i think like the overall mission is how do we bring more voices into this thing that's emerging in front of us around the new internet and Web3 and what's happening in crypto. Yeah, no, it's it's been so amazing to watch it evolve. And so you sort of have a few audiences, right? You have like your core audience, which is involved in the DAO. Um, and then you have sort of people that are like following along in, on a content side and yeah, maybe like yeah. even like a larger audience that you meet out here at the conference. Like yeah. how is that here now at ETH Denver seen like the progress and growth of of boys club yeah it's really interesting i was here last year and just came like on a whim and boys club was in its infancy like we had just sort of started and it's crazy the difference a year can make in terms of like how our how our community is showing up and and what it looks like today and you're exactly right we basically have our core group which is our contributors and people who are actively sort of 
deciding what boys club is and how it shows up in the world um, and very much participating in the evolution of boys club. And then we have an audience of people who are listening to the podcast and read the newsletter and um, are still what's been sort of an interesting insight for us is people who are members of the DAO and part of the discord, like them being excited to see boys club totally makes sense. And we love to see them too. And then people, we've had a lot of people who have come up to us and been like, I love the newsletter. I love the podcast. And they're like, I love boys club. And which is amazing. And I would assume they're members and they're like, Oh no, I just like, what, like listen to the podcast. And the connection that people still feel has been a really amazing for us to experience because it is validation that we're hitting an audience that feels maybe not represented in the rest of um, the type of media that they're engaging with or um, how they're participating in in the space. So I feel like that's been, yeah, really surprising and really nice part of being here. Yeah, what I love about Boys Club so much is it's not buttoned up. And this is the thing that I just think is so kind of weird about crypto sometimes is that people would still want to play up to like institutional investors and institutions yeah, and when yeah. they send out their newsletter it's like this week in in defi news yeah. <laughs> and it's just like very it's like okay you know yeah, yeah. and your guys is like headline coming in is always fucking hilarious <laughs> and i want to like explain it verbally it's hard to explain verbally in a podcast how like like for example your sweatshirt like defi daddy like all these things are so funny and you guys have been able to make things sort of like culturally relevant mm-hmm. um, to people and like resonate with people in a very authentic voice, which yeah. I I admire so much. I appreciate that. One of our like core principles from the beginning has been to have a sense of humor and to approach everything that Boys Club puts out and the way that we engage and stuff like that with a sense of just fun. And because I think a lot of people feel really that like takes the heat out of the moment for people. Yeah. And then like, oh, okay, if they're chill, then I can be chill and like I can show up as my full self because there's not a seriousness to what we're talking about or what yeah. we're like explaining or anything like that. I think when like the work is better it, when we're having fun and when it's yeah. funny. So we just really lean into that and have found yeah. that it like traction there. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we want as well just like roll with it because that's when we're having fun. And also I think a, a difference is that we're beholden to no man the yes. only yes i love that i love that even just like yeah. <laughs> the only boys club pe- is beholden to no man yeah. beholden <laughs> to no man the only people that we're like caring for in all of our communication is our community yeah, yeah. and uh so it it makes it, it we're just really freed up to like do whatever we want to yeah. do because yeah. we, we're bootstrapped, we're bootstrapped. We don't have investors yeah um and yeah which which i fucking love by the way like i think a lot of people feel that they have to do it the opposite way and it just totally changes the way you guys approach yeah. it the yeah. way the community approaches it just everything about it it sucks like money changes things it changes people it changes project regardless like you can say it doesn't but it does yeah. like a sponsorship anything yeah. yeah you are beholden to somebody yeah. else at the end of the day i do want to just say we love money no, <laughs> no, no. <we're> not. send <laughs> the money but you haven't raised we haven't, right. raised. We haven't raised do yeah. you plan to raise We've definitely considered it. We've had some good conversations with people that we think we really respect, but it's never been right. It's never been like, it's always sort of felt like round a whole square peg or that the timing was wrong. And both Dean and I are many times over entrepreneurs and like we've raised money from 
like wrong investors we've done we've raised money too early like we've made all those mistakes and so it makes it a lot less sexy to be like we're gonna go raise around we're like no i know exactly what that is yeah it's very <laughs> it has a lot of downsides um and so i'm really grateful that we've had that experience coming into boys club because we've have we're like wow this is such a special thing yeah but in many ways it's like an, an a pile of opportunity and magic that is still unformed and to raise money into something like that does not feel right. It puts some pressure into it forming very yeah. quickly. And yeah. yeah, it's just not. It has a bunch of uh, downsides, like not raising money. Yeah. You know, you're schlepping and it's hard and bootstrapping is a totally different ballgame. But um, we've, it's worked for now. So far. Yeah. But you guys have done like co-branded things. So for totally. example, here at East Denver, which is amazing, right? Like you can partner with the Uniswap and some major yeah. like projects and be able to put on really, really big yeah. uh, events, which is cool too. So it feels like that's kind of, is that kind of your approach right now? Yeah. Yeah. Partnerships and sponsorships is the way that Boys Club can show up. Like we we did an NFT sale and that funded the treasury, but that uh, those funds are very much community governed. They're voted on. Um, and so we don't, we've never pulled funds from the treasury to do an event or do something like that. So all those, um, IRL experiences and even stuff that we're doing in the booth is us just like sort of floating between money and like managing a PL of, of what's coming in. Um, and so working with great partners is a lot of fun. And I think we've garnered enough goodwill for really great brands to trust us and to be like, we want to do something with you and trust that we can fill a room with really interesting people. Um, and we, we produce the whole thing. So if a partner comes to us and is like, we want to do something at ECC or we want to do something at NFT NYC or whatever, um, they know like, okay, we're partnering, but boys club is like the vibe is so important. Every detail is so important to us. So, um, yeah, but the way that we have done everything we've done up until now is really through sponsorship. Yeah. Shout out to Ave for sponsoring our event tonight. Yes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Talk about that. So you have like a a wait list that is just, people are like begging you guys to get on. Yeah. There's 1400 people on a wait list, uh, 1400. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. It's kind of crazy. Mistakes were made in terms of (laughs) venue size, size. uh, but we're, you are here now. Where, 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 where is it? Where is it tonight? I don't even know. Uh, It's happy but I just like don't remember it it's really actually a great <laughs> spot the 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 bar is gonna be great it's called four green bar it's really cool it's female owned she's been awesome like but this is a perfect example of the difference between I think bootstrapping and yeah. raising money where we were yeah. like up until like two weeks before being like we need a sponsor to do this we cannot do this event unless someone put some money down for us yeah. to throw it and Ave was amazing and they came in and we were like okay great well like this is a venue we can afford blah 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 and it the capacity is 125 people and we are RSVPing up to 300 because we're like, it'll be fine. But like, if we were venture backed, we'd be like, great, we're going to fill a room with 1400 people and we're going to get the biggest venue we can in Denver and like totally go all out. And so you make those, you are making those trades. Yeah. Um, and another trade off that we made. So we have a booth at East Denver. We were gifted a booth by the East Denver organizers, and Wonderful. which was amazing and very generous. And so we, um, we have this booth and we're selling merch at the booth. And it's apparel I saw. It's, it's apparel. Thank you. Thank I followed you. Amazing. I'm on your Amazing. shit. Aubrey, you got it. You got it. Um, and we, um, like, the level of schlep to get, like, if Unprecedented we were, were venture backed, like, paying the fees to the conference to, like, 
accept the delivery and store like we it were for looking us. At it we'd be like, like whatever fine we yeah. were just like it's just money but since we don't have that money we yeah. were carrying all of the boxes in and now we yes. like got it sent to some guy's house who's a friend of a friend and like just called in a favor so it it is different but yes. we are yeah it, it, we're still having fun yeah we're having yeah. a lot of fun but i also think this is there's so much more respect honestly behind this like we've seen this last bull market cycle and there was just so many and like no shade we're not shading vcs on this podcast oh my gosh we we want your money we want (laughs) your money but we some of our best friends (laughs) they're great you guys are great but but let's be honest like sometimes it's caused a lot of problems in our space and there's something so authentic and nice about not doing that but also there's something really cool about having small community that i Mm -hmm. think works really well and you can have a large audience but like a small community yeah and um places where i've seen that play out really well in the early days of clubhouse when it was a little bit more intimate you could get on conversations obviously this was like during the pandemic i don't know if you guys were on clubhouse but like it felt like the what made it special and what a lot of DAOs and different sort of ecosystems in crypto um like how they're successful is like that people feel real deep sense of attachment and connection mm-hmm. um, in a smaller community. And yeah. then it gets diluted over time, which, yeah. which is, that's hard to maintain. Yeah. It is. And honestly, it's still an open question for us in terms of how we uh, balance growth with that intimacy of the community, which is what makes it so special. Mm-hmm. We have a Discord that is like, right now it's capped at 2,000 people. And so um, people churn, right? Because they become inactive and then they're pruned out of the Discord and then that makes space for new people to come in. And it's application gated as well. So people have to apply and, you know, there's a whole process around acceptance and stuff like that. But that has meant that that has had an impact on our growth, right? We could have taken a different strategy where we said open Discord, the Discord link is everywhere. Anyone can jump in. That would have resulted in a very different vibe than what is there right now, which is people like renting out apartments to each other. Like I just talked to someone, yeah. did you hear that conversation? Yeah. This woman who's like, yeah, I rented out my apartment at South by Southwest. This woman I went in the discord and like, we're going to meet up today and like just hang out. It's like, it's true friendship and it's true networking because there's, it's small or it's on yeah. the smaller side. It's not like some crazy 35,000 person, like NFT mint community, which is crazy and uh, <laughs> spammy. So anyway, it's, but, but the flip side of that is that it's not a 35,000 person discord, discord yeah. which you there's there's other levers that can be pulled when you have those types of numbers as well. Now, that's sort of where we're focusing on the audience side. But anyway, on the I, community side, on the community side. Yeah. yeah. So and then we're thinking about, OK, a lot of what we talk about within the boys club media side, which is where really where we're like, how do we design for larger audience growth mm-hmm. is about stuff that is pretty niche and like we talk about DAOs and we talk about what we're building and we talk about boys club. And so it's been an interesting, um, like experience to be thinking about, okay, how do we talk about things that we are genuinely really interested in that we know our community is interested in, but that also continues to like expand the reach of, of boys club into things that are beyond maybe just Ethereum or just crypto or just web three, but really thinking about like innovation and technology and where people are really building at like the edges of what has been possible previously. So that has been an evolution as well, but that evolution has really come from interest within the community and what people are talking about within the discord and what they're interested in learning about. Yeah. I think that, I mean, we've seen it here, even on the observation though, we've like, we've found success as well, but it is, it's this hard, like crypto and culture it's it's like you you get it when you say it but when you put it into like implementation of the content that you're kind of 
produce. It's this like varying degree of how far do we get into crypto where I'm not Mm -hmm. losing people on a podcast, but how cultural do you get to get people in who are new? And it's like this constant back and forth of like, ooh, that one might have been a little bit too crypto focused. And I even hear this from like, you know, my family members who have watched podcasts are like, you know, I really uh, heard about that tornado <laughs> cash. You lost me in the first five seconds, but yeah. I kind of feel like I know what was happening. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like it's still, there's still that challenge for the people that are on the fringes yeah. of like, okay, what to expect. But I do think what I really, another thing I admire, I admire so many things about Boys oh, Club. So, so kind. Nice. But like really the kind. events that you put on are really <laughs> cool. So like explain to everyone sort of like what you would, would expect at a Boys Club event. Meetup. Go for it. I mean, vibes are so good. Vibes are the best at a boys club meetup. Um, we, you guys need to steal, by the way, vibes.eth from Josh, who owns vibes. <laughs> oh my god, huge, that's huge! huge. Um, yeah, just wow. squatting on ENS domains <laughs> over here. <laughs> he might have like some also sort of variations of boys club. Who knows? Oh so wow! No, I'm talk. just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm we like, gotta talk. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we, the Genesis like insight for boys club was really that learning in community and connecting and friendship was like where something really special happens. And that's where I got in, how I got into crypto is through, through that type of introduction. And so we really wanted to design for, okay, what is like the, what can happen when you have a place where you can party together, but build together. And like you have a quality of person showing up and you can trust that, someone you're going to vibe with or connect with or want to build with is going to be in the room. And we, so every part of the boys club events are really thoughtfully designed. Like there's always a DJ. We always have a photographer, like the spaces we hold events. Like you're never going to go to like a boys club event at an office. Like we're never going to be like, come have a beer at this person's office. And that's very intentional because we just really believe that like the atmosphere you're in really breeds something. And for us that has checked out with our community. So I'm, Dina always gives me a hard time because I'm like really like so type A about the events. Like people are like, I want to help. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, because I do think like it's the little, like I work in travel and I've worked in travel before and like hospitality and the details are what makes the difference of something that's memorable and something that's not. Totally. And so we've really brought that to, um, to boys club and the events that we do. Yeah. And I've, I heard or read, I don't know, it was another podcast you guys were on, um, that you guys are, you're kind of different in some ways where you're like, I don't know if we should like give everybody what's like the secret sauce. And then um, Dina was like, we should like have people involved in our calls and like listening into, you know, how we kind of run things and kind of show people because they want to like, there's so much people are like over, obviously it's a doubt, but like overwhelmingly want to help you guys so much succeed, which is just amazing first of all. But like, how do you like, are you cool with that? Like, are you guys still doing that? Like what is, what's the vibe? Yeah. I (laughs) mean, it's a great question. So I think that we are, yeah, I, I, I think we've built, uh, honestly, a, a community and by extension a brand that is built on this sort of radical emotional transparency. <laughs> like, uh, it's just like, it's, it's true. Like, it's, we yeah. have a segment on a podcast called The Feeling Check-In and it's just like us talking about our, like our podcast is like us talking about our feelings. And so that has, <laughs> like, what are some, what are your feelings today? Like we give, give us your feelings. Like, like we, did we did a feeling check in earlier. We did a feeling check. Yeah. And, and it was, go so, ahead. Yeah. Just feeling, uh, well, the feeling today is 
a little bit of a fish out of water at East Denver mm. and not really knowing where our well knowing exactly where our people are and feeling like there aren't enough of them in that space and feeling like we need to be in other spaces as well so that that was like yeah what does that mean exactly so um there's um more uh i suppose like main people that don't love the tech for the tech that's the person that we're kind of interested in reaching at boys Mm. club um people at eat denver are obsessed with the tech for the sake of the tech and i think it's great and that that totally needs to happen and should continue to happen i just there are a lot of people who are a lot of women in particular who are sort of on the sidelines who are sort of idly interested in what's happening in this technology but they're more interested in how the technology shows up in their life Mm -hmm. and how it shows up in fashion and art and sports and entertainment all these things and those spaces are the ones that were like, man, yeah. we really need to be in, in that space more than we need to be talking to the people at East Denver because the people at East Denver get it, you know? But we love- Yeah, they're th- here because they are they really they're fucking here. pumped about exactly. Like, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. Exactly. that's being built on. Now, like- that's to say, like, we're having so much fun and, and seeing our community has been, like, so gratifying and, and meeting people is, is worth doing it. But I don't know. Everyone you here can, is like, already in it. You can, like, see it in people's eyes when you're talking to them. Totally. Like, we're telling them about Boys Club and th- there's, like, a moment where I'm, like, okay this person totally gets it yeah and there's a per- there's moments where this person is just like eyes glaze over like i want to be talking about a dap or a protocol or anything oh, else god and god. That- <laughs> <laughs> and that's like that's fine but that that is not us and it brings like up this feeling of okay how do we i want to find all the people here who are excited about what we're doing and then we need to go to all the other places that are maybe more maybe they're it's south by southwest or maybe it's you know which you um, guys are going to be at by the way which is, congratulations um and other places that aren't crypto first and then and then culture and all this other stuff but maybe it's culture first and we're bringing the lens on how uh, that affects like a know. new york fashion week i would love to show up at a new york fashion week yeah. in some capacity yeah Maybe and we'll do yeah, a collab. Yeah, no, we yeah. should. We should. I'm down. I actually also tweeted like years ago. I wanted to wear like the first NFT wearable dress the Met Gala. It's still open, by the way. It Let's has manifest that. Yet. Manifest it. Or I'm manifesting it. <laughs> I put things out in tweets just to be like, so I can quote tweet it in the future and be like, nice. I did yes. this. Yes. Nice. Um, I, I totally agree with you guys because it's like, and I'm kind of also like over conferences this might be my last one hot take hot i take. mean yeah I, i'm not even kidding i haven't stepped foot in this conference yet until i speak <laughs> later but like i well, i did say yes to consensus so <laughs> that's later but yeah uh, <laughs> we might be a consensus so okay maybe so that might be up. my last one <laughs> for a while and like just fuck all the other ones because i genuinely feel sometimes that the impact it, it's good the reason why i like conferences is because i can have conversations with you guys and people yeah. who and it's a great meeting place you know sometimes people can't come to new york and film and or whatever and it's, it's just nice to be here and and to kind of see what you people are up to um but also you're just kind of speaking to sort of an echo chamber of sorts mm-hmm. totally and yes. i'm like okay so we haven't really moved the needle we've we've totally. met our community mm-hmm. which you know and some of some even some of the community can't like afford to be at totally. Denver so it's like okay we have a decentralized community anyway mm-hmm. um let's like invest in other cultural things because yeah. I think also I think the women get it I think the women yeah. get like the culture thing they're like yeah I want to feel like this is human to me mm-hmm. like I 
like talking about the dress or talking about even like it doesn't have to be fashion by the way I'm just saying that as an example like music NFTs and different types of things like that like what why should I like humanly care women care about that a lot I think you know that might be like over I don't know I think, I I think you're right. right. I totally agree. With yeah. You. yeah. But um, but here, like, and then also like the tech side of it, it's fine that people are talking about technical solutions for problems, but I don't think you could talk about sometimes like how an L two is like going to actually transform someone's day to day life. Yeah. Um, other than like, oh, you got cheaper fees, like you yeah. know what I mean, which yeah. is like okay, that's not that that only goes so far, and I don't yeah. not like trying to hate. I don't. Know, I'm I'm also. This podcast caught me on a fired up day today. This is oh, what Josh same. knows. So Weird. I'm like, totally. I'm like going off. But like, um, but yeah, I, I just like, I, and then I'm trying to figure out like, what is, what is the solution for that? Maybe it is South by Southwest for, for you guys or for other things. Like maybe I, we stop going to conferences. I don't know. But like, I don't want to also stop showing up yeah. for yeah. the community. So exactly. it's like, where do you, what the do balance. you do? Yeah. yeah. And I think we have approached the work of Boys Club with like, radical experimentation we've just been like let's just throw things at the wall let's see what sticks and i think the the insight or the feeling that's coming up for us is like okay it's time to do that outside of crypto and let's have some radical experimentation with different um conferences maybe or events or communities that are not in the same you know like home crowd and so i think that's what where it's coming from um and just to go back to the the like radical transparency and I, you're absolutely right. We did, did talk about this on a podcast and I'm like to hold things close to my chest. And Dina is like, we should build in public. And it has been, we have gotten so much out of being transparent about even this type of struggle. Like how do we get further out of crypto and into other interesting spaces that people might like boys club. And that's come from just being like, Hey, this is what we're, what we're building this week or what we're thinking about and what's hard about it. Um, and what's fun about it. And it's been a big lesson for me around what you can unlock when you're transparent with people about the experience of raising or not raising or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, and people feel really connected to the work, to the work or to the brand because of it, I think. I love it so much. Um, so talking about brand, what do you think besides the radical transparency and besides just, you know, you know, being cool in crypto. <laughs> like, what makes you guys unique? What do you think in, like, a sentence boils down Boys Club to be? What, like, what makes you unique? What makes you successful? I mean, I think that what, uh, I think that one aspect that makes us unique it, compared to other communities is that we we don't take ourselves too seriously. And I think that you, there's, like, an earnestness that you can find in uh, certainly brands, um and, and like consumer brands and and in some ways web3 and, and web3 communities that w- we are earnest in how we show up with our community but in terms of like how the brand is presented it's not at all it's very yeah. irreverent and it's it's based in this spirit of sort of fun and humor yeah. and so i think that that's kind of what sets yeah. boys club apart and i think that that has been really effective in attracting the right type of person to the community as well mm. uh it's been like okay if you, this is what you dig then like you you can find a home here and yeah. you can show up here fully <laughs> um so it's been I, effective i love that like well it's almost like you guys are i don't know which one of you is fluent in like internet memes like who who's who's doing that shit we, i mean I, we I, share real recognizes real yeah. like <laughs> on like if we can speak internet yeah it's a language though it's like yeah. A, yeah. it's like a 
people get it like like your tweet like what if we kissed at east denver like that's oh, a that meme. was parker shout out to parker oh, yeah, yeah that. there's like these memes though they're like just certain things that are you know if you know like your my brain's messed up by the way because like i only like i'll be like that's a meme you know what i mean like which is but anyway but that if you speak internet language and you're like, yeah. I find community on the internet here, yeah. which is like kind of a funny thing that's hard to explain yeah. to people who aren't like so on the internet. Yeah. I will say also we, we share logins with a, a few different folks. And so there's a general sense of chaos as well, which is sort of <laughs> yes, present yes. in like, sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll see a yeah. tweet that <laughs> is insane. Like what? Yeah. Something <laughs> like, I can't yeah. even think of one of Parker's tweets, but so, so she, she tweeted at like 4am because she was like out, whatever. And I'm like, okay, great. This is like a decentralized world that we're living in. And so anyway, like we embrace the, yeah, the chaos. Yeah, people are like, yeah. oh, decentralized media. What do you guys think about it? And I'm like, just share your logins. Like, that is decentralized media. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, so you guys are launching a zine. Yes. Yeah, Explain that are. to people who don't know what a zine is yeah a zine is just um a low-key magazine (laughs) um so this is a really great the zine has been like a really great encapsulation of of sort of building as a collective it came the original idea came um through a contributor in our community who put together this amazing proposal and was like i really want to have this sort of like snapshot of the boys club it originally came out of like of the boys club community almost like a yearbook and then as we started to sort of work on it we really it, it evolved into this like let's have it as a snapshot of what's happening in crypto and culture and web3 right now in this moment who are the builders we want to highlight what are the stories we want to be telling and it has been so fun and so hard like none of us have done this before um but it's been really really interesting to for us to really think about what do we want to say and who are voices that we want to bring in um, to talk about what they're building or how they see the internet um, and really an examination of sort of like internet culture right now. Mm. Um, so it's digital, it's physical. There's like things you can mint within it. Um, we have an amazing cover star who we will share about soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's more. There's a lot more to add. Yeah, I think it, it, it's, yeah, this idea of sort of capturing a moment in time for the collective, bringing it's a magazine is like a decades old format right like it's there's nothing new in the idea of a magazine but um it somehow dovetails really nicely with web3 culture in that it's like like how all we can we can create an issue from bringing all these voices together into one shared thing that definitely has a lens and has a perspective but is is sort of expressed through all these different ways and voices and photography and interviews and long form and short form and digital collectibles and I think it's yeah it's just been really fun and uh it we were kind of trying to answer the question of like okay if Vogue was starting in 2023 what would that look like that said it has been again like with a full sense of experimentation that we've approached this project so I'm sure edition two will be totally better (laughs) it will be involved in some ways um but yeah, it's been it's been super fun, and we have a physical zine that will be yeah. So there's week. a limited edition of, of physical copies, um, and then there's a digital site where there's like additional content and um, again things you can mint, things like that. 
So how does this differ? And this launches March 10th. March 10th, yeah. And then um, how does this sort of differ from the newsletter? Is the newsletter like shorter form and like just so that people kind of know? There's so many types of media out there. And people are like, what am I getting from the zine that's different? Newsletter newsletter. is very much like fun, chaotic um, reporting on what's happened in the last week. Timely. Timely, yeah. So it's the – this zine is definitely more something that – has a bit more evergreen content in terms of like we've been working on it for the past four months so there's it's more thought pieces as opposed to like okay this happened with coinbase this week mm. think girls mm. think, girl think girls yeah. <laughs> love it love it it's gonna exactly. be so awesome i'm so pumped for it um okay so boys club now is feeling like a little weird at each under but like positive yes and yeah, weird, excited. But positive. we're excited positive. where things are going and building a lot and, and is like honestly in my opinion crushing but like where do you guys see yourself going where is where is this going yes where is this going uh, are you just riding the wave are you just like you no know what? we're you not show me we're, i wish is there I a wish. roadmap like what's going on i mean i think i'm riding the wave but natasha is like i'm not riding away she's not a race. i'm fully like <laughs> holding on to whatever i want um i love this by the way you have to have that balance in like a co-founder yeah, yeah, totally. relationship yes, yes um so we do i mean i think in the last four months we've done a lot of work to think about where is this thing heading? And um, up until now, we, everybody who has worked on Boys Club has full-time jobs. So this is like nights, weekends, lunch breaks, like Damn. hiding in a closet at your office doing work. So, so crazy. it's like been really intense. And so I left my job and I'm starting Boys Club full-time in April. And that, the type A person that I am, I've been like, where like what's next like where's this thing also, like where's the money where's the money <laughs> where's where's, where's the, the money, money? And yeah. yeah where is it yeah Great <laughs> where is it uh <laughs> sponsors sponsor sponsor our podcast um so yeah and that yeah and where is there enough money here to support a full-time salary and not only a full-time salary but like a business a burgeoning business that has something that's really interesting so the work we've done over the past few months has been okay with the spirit of experimentation for the last year, where are there areas where there's clearly fit and we have something that has some legs under it? And the media stuff has been a clear fit, like podcast newsletter events and now zine. Um, and also at the same time, what looking at and being really um, clear eyed about, there's all this incredible stuff that ha- comes from a DAO. And there's also a lot that sort of suffocates within a DAO because you're voting on things. There's many people contributing and who have say in what the thing becomes. And so over the last few months, what we've sort of landed on is like, okay, Boys Club is a social DAO. There's this incredible community that's at the heart of all of it. And then there are, as there are experiments that make sense, start to have legs under them, start to feel like their own, could be their own businesses or could be its own startup to spin that app out of the DAO into its own entity, but having a revenue and equity relationship back to the DAO. Um, so that one, we're getting some long-term sustainability for the treasury and something's happening there that like, if we have all these in- incredible little businesses, it's like an index of all the things Boys Club and it's all feeding back into the treasury to support the community on all the work that we wanna do there. Um, so the media side is what we're going to be focused on as something to really invest in as there's been um, some some clear fit there. Um, and then we've also done a lot of work within the DAO to really structure around, structure much more clearly for people to contribute in a much more seamless way because organizing people is 
something we've learned a lot about over the last year. Um, and so we've done a lot of work around that. Yeah, and, I, and other places of experimentation are, um, well, or what they're contributing into the DAO is uh, a lot of programming. So yeah. we do workshops, uh, virtual workshops, builder roundtables, pitch work, pitch practice sessions. Uh, we do like monthly welcome calls and things like that. And so there's the DAO is sort of becoming that for sure, but also a place to catch proposals for incredible ideas that could be sort of incubated within the DAO. Mm. So we have like kind of a little skunk works team that can catch things like the zine like the zine was truly yeah. born from the community an idea um, that someone had that we just like caught and sort of cobb- there was like some gravitational pull around it and so we were able to do it and we want to design for that type of emergence over and over again and it won't just be media it will be other things so another thing that came from the DAO was like products there was an NFT there's like actual things software that was built and will be probably continue to be built from people who have uh yeah just sort of have these ideas and want a platform or or sort of recognize the value of building in and into a community because they can find contributor or they can they can find like people to build with more easily and then they have like a test bed of people who are incentivized to sort of see your thing win or at least get good feedback on it so there's like beta testers and then there's a launch pad with the media stuff so product is also stuff that uh, an area that we're interested in um personally i i would love to see like a little investment dow spin up uh at some point but it's yeah that would be awesome i mean this sounds like i just hearing you guys talk it feels like so much work is going into it obviously but like how many hours are you guys before you're leaving your job, many, how many hours many, are you spending on it? Many. Oh, many. Every waking hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, While well, so holding other. Yeah, and Dana has two children. I have two <laughs> two young children who also need a mom at some point. Damn. Yeah. And so then, it's really intense. Like for and then for like the for the DAO. I mean, I I like DAOs. The the things that I find difficult is like because people are doing it with their spare time and mm-hmm. contributing in their spare time, like. Do you find it frustrating if someone can like take it so far, but like it doesn't get all the way across the oh, line, that's, uh, and like you're just yeah. like that? I mean, I feel like that. Like I, oftentimes people are like, "This is how organizations are going to be structured," and I and I believe that in a way where people feel like they are, that will happen again. But then there's that friction of like, okay, but we have to be efficient, and yeah. sometimes we can't be efficient if people can't get things across the line, yeah. and it's like partially done, and you're like communicating like, well, where's this at? And like, yeah. you know, like that Great just time. becomes like its own job of Man, micromanaging. Yeah. I'm like, exactly are you in <laughs> I just know that I will, like- <laughs> I will say um, what is amazing is like the cream rise to, rises to the top. Like people who are executors, you're like, wow, that person can do it and like pull something over the line and those people stick around because they're like okay there's a lot here and I can work with this and so one of the most rewarding things about boys club has been working alongside people who are genuinely so much smarter so much more capable than I am and building alongside of them and them feeling it's like truly an honor for them to want to do stuff with yeah. Boys Club. And there is a lot of frustration with uh, what I've learned is wow, people have a lot of ideas and very few people can actually do something with their idea. Mm. But the people that can are such a dream to work with. And there's a lot of potentially time 
wasted yes chasing and managing contributors that uh don't have follow through and that's that's the expense of the DAO. but mm-hmm. you kind of are like okay with that expense because the value of finding yeah. incredible people um like outmeasures that but it's tough like we've it's we've had a lot of lot of learnings um <laughs> and yeah there's definitely we had a, a a contributor sort of like core team call a couple of weeks ago and i looked around and i was like man this is all like a very type a woman who is here Alpha woman, like and and that's types. like a product of having of there there's like a tenacity and a persistence that working in a DAO self-selects for because there's so much chaos and there's no organization and (laughs) it requires like a certain type of person to want to stick around to be able to do that work and um for better or for worse i'm not saying that that's how it should be or that's what makes a good DAO. it's just we have found ourselves now with a team of people who are all like a type a people (laughs) and it's great it's amazing and we love building with them uh but i think in order for DAOs like to be the future of work, mm, I don't know. There needs to there needs to be a step change in terms of I, and, and you see it. I mean, you go to ETH Denver and every other booth is like a DAO tooling thing, and I think that that's great. And I think that that will result in uh, an inflection in how DAOs can work. Yeah. But right now, it's 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 an experiment, yeah. and if at least for us, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. I love it. It's a public experiment. Yeah. Um, and you guys still don't have a token, right? We do not have a token. And do you have any plans to ever create a token? Or we just said when token. When to token. <laughs> when token. Um, yeah, we're, we, well, certainly not in this market. Um, we're thinking <laughs> a lot about, um, yeah. We, we do have intentions. We do have intentions, yeah. I mean, anything could change. But the intention is to have a token at some point. Yeah. But obviously want to be in the DAO to be in a good spot and the market to be like all stars. We're not in a rush to get there and all the stars will have to align for. Yeah. And we're also thinking about like, what are the ways in the short term without having like a financialized asset where we can start to reward people who are, uh, yeah, just really engaged and evangelist about boys club. So we're launching something with co-create, uh, something called dimes, which is like basically like a boys club loyalty program program yeah uh that is on chain um and so it's like a version of a token but it's not like a you're not taking it to trade on Abe. yeah nice yeah um so going back to just the dao structure and and people contributing and having like you know type a contributors does it ever feel like you guys get pushed into ch- like you ha- you guys have your personal ideas of probably what you want boys club to be or what Mm -hmm. it what it will become but do you ever feel like a pressure for it to become something that you don't want Mm. it to become and you're like Mm. fighting that a little bit and trying to because it's hard right you're yeah you have a community that will have a consensus of what they believe it should be but then you probably have your own ideas and do those conflict at times where you're like this doesn't feel enough or this doesn't feel authentic to the brand and yeah yeah I don't know about yeah that's a really good question um I'm trying to think of like there has been um, there was an amazing tweet. I think it was Kevin Iwaki had this incredible tweet that was like something everybody thinks uh, being in a DAO means that you'll never have a boss, but being in a DAO means that like everybody's your boss basically. <laughs> and I've definitely felt the tension of like, oh, 
I'm responsible to other people that are building in the room with me. And there is sometimes a tension in that where I'm like, I don't want to be told what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do what I want to do. Um, and more so than like, I can't think of like specific times where someone's wanted to do something. I'm sure this has happened. And I felt pressured into it. I think actually coming back to the feelings first approach, like DAOs are such, it's so much human capital. And I think one of the reasons Boys Club has been successful, and actually maybe going back to your original question of like what makes Boys Club special is like, we are so open about our feelings and have created a culture within Boys Club and within the the guild, the working guilds and, and our leadership to have that same culture where people are like, I'm feeling a lot of resistance towards this because it makes me feel X, Y, or Z, or like this really hurt my feelings. Like someone said, I had this idea and I brought it to the Dow and nobody wants to talk about it. And that hurts my feelings. And like that, because of that transparency and that openness to be honest about that, like your work is emotional, mm -hmm. especially when it's work that is just because you love it and you want to be involved allowing for a space where people can be really honest about that has, I think, given us a lot of room to say, hey, that actually like really doesn't fit with how I see Boys Club. And like that actually will have X, I think that will have X, Y, and Z um, results or effects that don't feel right to me. And there's been a ton of those conversations. Mm. And I think because of that, we always sort of land in a place that we're like, okay, yeah, it, the work is in building consensus, and yeah. that is uh, just a lot of communication. Yeah, and w yeah. almost over communication. Oh, over yeah. communication. <laughs> and and honestly, one of the reasons we started our our first podcast was to try and get in front of some of that work, yeah. which is where like, we are finding ourselves just like constantly having to sh like do context sharing with people around what we're thinking about and what we are working on and what we want to be working on and. Um, building in public does help some mm. to try and get at the communication that's required to be effective in a DAO, um, but certainly not all. So there's just like, yeah, there's a lot of communication and consensus building that goes on behind the scenes to make sure that we're, the ship is at least headed in a direction that we all feel relatively good about. Yeah. I, I just love that so much. And it's just so interesting to even think a few years ago, how different that would be, for example, like communication commu communicating with your coworkers like across different times obviously everyone's decentralized or working in different time zones it's all kind of chaotic in that sense so you have like that barrier mm -hmm. and then you don't have the context of tone and voice and all the yeah. things that come with communication but then even just sharing your feelings like i couldn't imagine at my like first nine to five job being like nobody liked my idea and I was yeah. really upset. You would just yeah. go cry in a, in a yeah. phone booth like yeah. at work and you'd be like, all right. And then you get out and be like, I gotta go back to work. Like yeah, that yeah. was just what it was. Yeah. But I love the transparency because it's like, there is, it just, it almost actually I think can help it move forward faster because you yeah. get it off your chest and you're like, all right, like, yeah. you know, I just, I just love it a lot. But I'm so curious about this next question. Um, are people like our brands coming to you and be like do my branding for me because like are people begging you because i feel like it's yes because crypto like we said the bar is on the floor in the beginning <laughs> yeah. but like are people like knocking on your guys's doors what's and who's doing this like who's doing all the sick branding like all of it who's doing this um we are we are <laughs> i'm yeah. like uh, i'm like me and christina and canva, canva. <laughs> um <laughs> are you guys just using canva 
Um, and Figma. We, we've, got to, we've got graduated to Figma. <laughs> we graduated wow, Figma. We also have this woman um, who helps a lot, Diana. Like, there's a lot of people who help, but um, yeah, yeah there's I mean, a contributor. Like, we, there's amazing people, but yeah. it's, yeah. Um, the branding, yeah. I mean, we've definitely had some people reach out. I think a lot of people come to us and they're like, we want you to build brand and community for us. And. <laughs> And we're sort of like, give us a community. Oh. We have the product and we have no community. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah and it's a little bit like, Ooh. Um, and so we haven't quite figured that out. We haven't figured out like the consulting stuff. Like we did some experimentation around that and it's sort of like, we know that honestly, like there's money there and that is appealing obviously. Um, but we also want to do really great work and we're also like really focused on br- br- building our own brand. So like any energy that goes outside of that doesn't feel quite right. Um, but then coming back to the money of like, how do we pay ourselves? And like, there's something interesting about being able to do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think it's a, but we do have a lot of people, uh, mostly they say, you have an amazing brand, you have an amazing community, like build that for us. And I don't know that that's possible to do for other people. Um, yeah. In the same way. In yeah. the same way. You yeah. can't recreate the magic. Yeah. 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 We also get a lot of like, can you do our social media for us? And, <laughs> and we like, say no. Absolutely not. <laughs> people would do this to me at Lolly all the time. Yeah. I know this because I knew people were doing this. You'd be like, how do you like meme and like tweet? Yeah. And it's like, man, I don't know. Like I yeah. can't like sit. I, it's like you want to walk people through it, but it's also this weird thing that you have to be almost fluent in yeah. Yeah. to understand. And then it's just a whole longer thing. And, and you're yeah. right. I mean, I, I just admire how strategic and careful and careful is probably not the right word it's just thoughtful about how you guys are building and it's just so fucking rare to see and it's, this was such a, a we nice needed this. <laughs> we needed this we really, really did need it you, I, I agree. I'm like, you guys should know that this sorry I'm like throwing this mic josh they <laughs> should know how amazing you guys are and it's just i mean i'm not gonna make it a gender thing but leave it to the women to be like actually thoughtful and be like we're not gonna just raise a bunch of fucking money in our fund and like blow it up and like yeah we're gonna give a token out and like you know what i mean there's something to be said for that and i don't think people get enough respect and when i see it happening i'm like we gotta highlight it we gotta lift it up so we, I, we appreciate uh, that a lot yeah okay we're gonna be playing awkward bunny with cash app with voice club so what is the most amount of money you've spent on an nft oh most amount of money um you sent me one and oh I bought it and it's yeah so bad. yeah yeah it it's was like, called like bad bunnies, bad bunnies. It, but it would no relation to, <laughs> to bad no. bunny oh, I, singer. Wish, I wish <laughs> it had <laughs> I would, it would have been amazing to have that uh yeah it no was, relation it, it was, wasn't that it was like i don't know i think it was like twelve hundred dollars at the time which and is, what is it worth now? Oh, oh like nothing. Like, less than nothing. nothing. Honestly, it actually feels good to get, say it out loud because I feel bad about that. Like I look Do at you? it in my wallet and I'm like, I actually oh. harvested it as a loss this last tax time. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, yeah. God, I said there was like this thing where you could like send NFTs that okay. were worth nothing and you can harvest it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so that's the answer. I need to do you, this. Yeah. You, need to, you need to do this. <laughs> I'm still like struggling with taxis and I'm like, oh, I don't know. What well, <laughs> it's too late for this year, but you can do it for next yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Noted. Thank you. Um, what is a recent purchase that you guys regret? There's so many. Um, I was well, not a purchase. It's actually not distinctly not a purchase, but I have been at rent the runway. Oh. I did a rent the. I did a really bad rent the runway oh, no. order, yeah. and That's now sh- have showed because I sometimes use it for conferences and stuff like that, events, and showed up and like I've looked. At, I opened my bag this morning. I was like, I cannot wear any of this. Stuff. <laughs> I like because like, you go on those things and you're like what's my personality that today and yes. it doesn't match at all with like the things you actually want to anyway so i had some bad rent the one choices um 
I, yeah, I don't know. I did like a Zara run and I bought an insane outfit. It wasn't like a lot of money, but I'm just like, I sent you a picture oh, of it. It's like this- a full denim look. It's like a skirt. Oh, it's you bought that? I bought I it. I love that. It's a crazy. For I, East Denver? Well, it's like, it's like. No, no, no. It was for East Denver. It was for East Denver, but it's like, like spaghetti strap and it's, like it's for summer here like, i can describe it for you you know the iconic photo of um britney spears, britney spears and yes. justin timberlake where they're in their matching denim house yes it's that except very short they're okay. short can no you wear sleeves. that to the party <laughs> you know what i might just for you i might just I, well you. i want it so bad well here's it you texted me and you're like what do you think of this and i was like and i was like for denver <laughs> like i couldn't believe it because it's so skimpy and like small and it's winter outside anyway also so. I just want to call out that Eve Denver fashion is so different than going to a Bitcoin conference fashion. It oh, is like really? two different worlds. Yeah. Everyone here is like cool, drippy, like, you know, like athleisures, like yeah. hoodies, like that okay. kind of stuff, like pushing it a little bit. Um, like kind of like Kanye fits. And in and like a Bitcoin conference, it's like Fox News. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. They're going to hate me for that one. Wow. Might have to bleep that one out, but it honestly is. And you know it. Um, okay. So... <laughs> What is the first thing you bought with your own money? Like you got your first paycheck. Not like when you were a little kid, but like when you got your first like big okay. girl paycheck, you were like, I'm going to get, or were you just like, I'm going to save? Um, huh, I probably question. spent it on some sort of spa treatment, honestly. Like what? Probably. Yeah. I love spa. Oh my God. I got a facial here at the Ritz Carlton yesterday. Oh, Do it. it's, it's the best money spent. Great. I don't. Great. <laughs> yeah. Like probably like my nail, like I did yeah. something that I was like, I would never like, you know, spend this without having an income yeah. of some kind of huh. my own. Interesting. Like a big girl job, not like I'm okay. 13. <laughs> but I'm imagining like 13 on the touch of like going to get a massage and then just like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like maybe like a stupid um, big stereo system. You know, when those oh, big yeah, stereo yeah, 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 systems yeah. were pos- popular. I was yeah. like really into that kind of scene. Oh, also, um, I was really into, when I was a teenager, I was really into Fast and Furious. Like very, no. yeah. I'm you still love what's his face, The Rock. You love The Rock. I love. Is he's he? not. No, that's not. That's. Oh, uh, um, that's not. I've never seen it. It's Vin Diesel. Diesel. Okay, and okay. I bought. Um, same vibe though. Same vibe. Same vibe. Same vibe. I, I saw where you're going with that. Thank you. And I bought um, lights that come up oh, under no, the uh, pedals. Car? Under the, no, 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 not no. Under the, car, under the pedals. In the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really into that type of stuff. I, I love your I love your energy and your vibe like you've always been that girl you've always been her yeah, yeah. I have 100% always been her um okay so where can everyone find boys club follow you subscribe get the zine plug that, yourselves yeah. okay well boysclub.vip is our website so check it out um you can join our discord by hitting join at the bottom you definitely should subscribe to the newsletter and then you'll be the first to find out about zine and minting zine um, and then at Boys Club Crypto, Crypto but on also Twitter. plug your personal channels because we want to grow oh. your personal channels. Oh, that's so okay. nice. Um, I'm at Natasha G Hoskins on Twitter. I'm st- fully doxed. Fully doxed. <laughs> fully doxed. I've got the middle name just in case, and then my social security <laughs> right after. Um, I'm at Medina on Twitter. But awesome. honestly, follow our Boys Club because it's funnier. <laughs> awesome guys, I am so honored to have you guys on the show. So thank you so thank much for taking so time much. during thank each you. Denver because I know it's fucking hectic so we had such a great time thanks so much thanks Thanks so much all right this was another episode of the observation we'll be back next time good luck and godspeed